Um, okay, so then in conversation, it has the less than three rule. So it says, whenever someone asks you something about yourself, limit your response to less than three sentences. The second part says, end every response by asking the other person another question about themselves. Easy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Shooters Gotta Shoot. I am your co-host, Eric Sparrow. And I'm Molly DeMillier. And we have a great episode for you this week. Uh, but first, uh, if you guys haven't heard, I have a new podcast out with my cousin, Lisa Velastro. And if you want to check that out, it's called What's Up Cuz. And we have almost broken the top 100 on iTunes. That's amazing. Which is pretty exciting. Yeah. But only a couple episodes. So it's good stuff over there. A lot of, a lot of family questions, family drama. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Uh, so check it out. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it's called What's Up Cuz. And, uh... I don't know what else we got, Molly. Patreon, uh, Patreon coming up, baby. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> next week. Next Serving week's Patreon. Yes. <laughs> oh man, we listen. You got to give us your suggestions of what you want, but people seem to really like that our lives are just going to shit right now. <laughs> I mean, I think we're really just giving them what they want unintentionally. Yeah, uh, yeah we're trying some stuff. It is all failing. Uh, I might yeah. be out of a job. Uh, <laughs> I had one good thing happen, which I'll get into. In more details yeah more details um but uh you gotta check it out i mean we uh broke the dry spell baby yeah <laughs> congratulations hey, yo. Snaps for Molly. <laughs> finally so that was january till february, literally eight months please. february oh sorry sorry Thank my you. bad my bad my brain is just thinking 2020 as a whole is a shitstorm because yeah. of this i had a windshield yeah. break we've had a lot going on <laughs> bad things are happening uh but yeah anyway seven months excuse me yeah it's it's been a rough one yeah so you'll you, listen to the patreon patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot if you want to know uh that molly now finally knows what it feels like to have herpes and have a nice little dry spell <laughs> but i don't have herpes. no i mean you don't have herpes i just i was just correlating of like people people in this whole pandemic being like oh my god this is such a dry spell oh how do people live i don't know some of us have just been living that way for the past four years okay i had my four year herpes anniversary this summer oh my god happy anniversary thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much uh no matter what i do again get rid of it you know what i mean <laughs> but anyway patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot you want to hear some life drama happening uh but uh yeah i guess without further ado we're gonna get back into a book we visited before that uh <laughs> has a lot of gems molly does not like i <laughs> hate this book and i'm so excited to talk about it <laughs> all right so if you haven't listened before, we're going to do another chapter from Never Sleep Alone by the fake doctor, Alex Schiller. Yeah, I think that it's just such a move to, like, get a stage name that's doctor. You know, I think I might do that. I mean, we should write a book. Yeah. <laughs> Doc- <laughs> yeah. Dr. Guacamole and Dr. Sperica <laughs> at your service. <laughs> we could make it. Uh, so the chapter we're doing is called BDSM which does not stand for the usual BDSM. Uh, it stands for Be Direct, Seem Mysterious. Oh, yeah. I just I thought the beginning was hilarious. She starts this up. She's so full of herself that it drives me insane. Well, listen, the book is written. It's supposed to kind of be like there's a club that does the book. It's like the rules where they go, you're a rules girl. Hers is NSA. She shortens it, right? Yeah, you're like a never sleep alone girl. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> can you feel yourself transforming into the one? Also, what really just makes me want to, like, stab my own eyeballs out when I read this book is not only, like, the spacing and how it's 
really should only be like 20 pages long and she puts like 10 words on a page but also how she capitalizes things that shouldn't be capitalized like yeah, you, know, you know it just she's but, not a real doctor do you think she's gonna yeah you know write it like a dissertation she, i guess not <laughs> <laughs> it says it was reviewed by the new york times in the front i'm like no it wasn't it just wasn't <laughs> um and so that was an she, intern yeah <laughs> New York Times intern. <laughs> the janitor the at the New York Times. <laughs> he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll sleep with you. Yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, and then the <laughs> And so it says, and if you start telling everyone you meet about NSA and telling everyone all of the wonderful ways the NSA program is changing your life, I promise I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> it's like Fight Club. Yeah. Like you can't tell anyone these rules? No, I guess not. Which I'm like. That just seems like a ploy to sell more books. I think so. <laughs> you got to be an NSA girl. I can't tell you. You got to buy the book yeah. and read it. <laughs> Pay a visit to Dr. Alex. <laughs> anyway. All right. So be direct. Seem mysterious. That is the key to happiness. Be direct. Seem mysterious. <laughs> all right. This I agree with. The more you say, the less people listen. The less you say, the more people want to hear. Yeah, I do. I do agree with that. And especially like when you're first meeting someone. You know, I think that's a hard caveat of like you and I, for example, like if I'm just, you know, if I want to get something out of you, the move isn't to like not say something and be like, oh, maybe she'll guess or like, you know, poke the right buttons. It's like, no, I'm going to have a real conversation because we have a connection. But when I first met you or like first meeting people, I'm not going to walk in and be like, oh, hey, I'm Molly. It's like nobody cares, you know? Yeah, right. I mean, I think the talking a lot thing is often something a lot of people do when Mm -hmm. they're nervous yeah especially on dates yes especially Mm -hmm. when the other person on the date isn't that talkative Mm -hmm. so this is almost like a negotiation tactic is how i read it right Mm -hmm. it's like the person who talks first loses Mm -hmm. it almost seems like on a date the person that talks more loses yeah because it's that thing of like people like to talk about themselves yeah right so it's like that's the networking move when Mm -hmm. you meet someone like oh how did you get started or you know asking them questions about their background Mm because it's like people like talking about themselves and i feel like that's essentially a little bit of the trick here right but also on dates it's like yeah usually the dates where i barely speak and the dude talks a lot he's he like wants a second date and i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) i'm like no i had a terrible time Um, and i do think the be direct is important too because i think when people dance like get nervous and kind of like dance around what they're saying it's just kind of like what's happening in your head right now or you you just you use more words yeah you so many more words and you just you kind of talk in circles and it's like what's happening (laughs) yeah it's like uh, i mean i think there's a part later in here that essentially is about being like a good storyteller yeah it's like give the points it's like that uh i feel like it's the advice for women i think we just talked about this that was like don't talk to your boyfriend as if he's one of your girlfriends right 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 right. no just (laughs) there's certain things it's like just very need to know if he really doesn't need to know the info he kind of doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. And that's that hurts to say, but women, we do tend to be the more talkative ones in general. Right. I guess. And I think, too, for dating and even, like, meeting someone new, like, networking, whatever it is, you kind of have to have, like, an elevator pitch about yourself, right? Yes. Just some high points that's like, okay, how are you going to really just get their attention and make them more interested? Yeah. That's why, like, when you go on a date, you should think of a couple questions to ask the person right that aren't very typical oh where are you from yeah oh, how many siblings do you have right um like there's i don't know what was the one we did a packet of cards we did a couple on our patreon one was like 
when did you have your first kiss? Yeah. And like, what was it like? Where was it? Yeah. And I that's heard, such a fun story, I think, for anyone to tell. I heard a good one recently. I think it was like on the Hinge Instagram account. They do like clips and stuff. And it was um, what something you usually don't tell someone on a first date. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. a fun one. You're like, open up to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make me different. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. So the next point this makes is people are most seduced by what is most difficult to understand. I mean, I don't think the word seduced is right. I think she's just using it because it's a word that correlates with sex and that's all she talks about. But I think it's people are more intrigued by things that they don't understand because they're going to want to learn more about them. So if you actually care about anything intellectually, you would be just more interested in learning more. Yeah. I mean, it's even just like with jobs, you ask Mm -hmm. more questions about the jobs you don't understand. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, you know, yeah, you want to learn. Like, I get it. And the yeah. questions more move on to like, I don't know, other things that have to do with teaching. Yeah. I mean, I think just seduces the poor, poor <laughs> word there. But yeah. Like one of the quotes it says here. Uh, I really want to have sex with you. I've been wanting to have sex with you for pages. But right now, if you were to tell me what you did this past weekend, I wouldn't want to have sex with you anymore. Yeah, this is about like not just throwing it out there right of just or like just being like too too upfront which i mean yes and no she gets into some dialogue examples here where it's like some hard back and forth and she kind of makes the woman sound like a crazy like flighty bitch that it's like okay this is an extreme and i don't think a woman should really ever talk to a man like this in general right like even saying of like, yeah, and then at one point we started to like go braces shopping and oh my God, like how much do you think it costs? Like crazy stuff. It's like people don't do that. Yeah. I no. I mean, here's the part she gets to of what is true and what is a lie. Now in this whole, this whole chapter to clarify for everyone, all these are like acronyms. So true yeah. is an acronym and lie is an acronym. So what is true and what is a lie? So true stands for tedious report of uninspiring events. Which is basically just a long storyteller. Yeah. The true response is a direct betrayal of BDSM. It is not sexy and it is not interesting. Mm-hmm. So she was saying the point to like get back to the like. This is the example you just gave. Yeah. If someone asks you a question like, what'd you do this weekend? And the example here is like, oh my God, so much. My college roommate, da 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 Friday night. And then on Saturday, no, 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 no. And it's like. Yeah, I don't... Who wants to hear all that? Right. And that's her point of, like, okay, if that's the way you talk about it, then no, like, I don't want to sleep with you anymore because, like, this is just a nightmare because it's just word vomit happening. Right. I think... This is my theory. Men typically are trained, right, that, like, uh, women, they talk a lot. You just Mm got to, like, act like you're listening. Mm -hmm. They're like, just pick up on one thing you can ask a question about, keep them Mm -hmm. talking, et cetera, et cetera. So Mm -hmm. I don't think that doing this necessarily makes someone not want to sleep with you anymore, but I mm-hmm. think it makes them not really interested in you more than that. Yeah. It I, might not get rid of it completely. It might, but it might not. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm really on the fence with this. Cause like, I do get what she's saying. I'm basically like, don't spiral and just go on like a long tangent to a short question. But I don't think you need to like necessarily just give like really short, like, super i don't know, just like buttoned up responses like i think there's a way to answer questions like that and be very conversational and have someone more interested 
and they're still going to want to sleep with you and be interested in you. Right. Like she, I feel like relies so heavily on almost like they want to have to do this work. Yeah. Like, oh, why aren't they opening up to me? Where the truth is like from male friends I've heard with women, they're like, yeah, it's almost like some women it's like, God, do I have to do all the work Yeah. in this conversation? Like you want some type of click right back and forth. Right. So it almost, like I said, with most books, I feel like they almost give you extremes because they know you're not going to fully follow it. Yeah. That it almost seems like, are we being this extreme in the chapter just to get everyone in their head of like, Hey, just talk a little less, like tone it down, like pick one thing from your weekend to tell them and then relay the question back. Yeah. I mean, I like, I think that's a good piece of advice, but the thing that has always bothered me so much about this book is that I think it just really like tries not tries to but like implies that like women have to be extremely reeled back and that all that they're looking for out of scenarios is just to like get fucked and like as a woman I just completely resent that and I think that when you're having a conversation with someone like you should be valued for the intellect that you bring to the table and you should but she's telling you not to like put more out there and not say more and like say less it's like okay well that's (laughs) saying that your value is just physically and basically to be a whole and that's fucked up in my opinion and I think that as a woman you should be able to have more to say I mean and still be able to get sexually satisfied before having something to say yeah i don't agree with this book in theory like you but a little bit of the opposite of what you're saying of i'm almost like if you just want to hook up with somebody you just want to have sex with whoever you're talking to mm-hmm. there are no rules exactly and i think you could be yeah. as direct as you want yeah like it's like uh those like there's like the tiktok trend of it was like telling women like text all of your guy friends like hey daddy or something or like, hey, want to come over? Like it was like it was basically trying to prove to women like, no, no, no all these guys that are friends with you probably would sleep with you. Mm-hmm. And at a young age, like mm-hmm. the TikTok generation, thousand percent true. Yeah, thousand percent true. I really hope kids aren't really doing that. I'm just <laughs> sounds it, messy. But but the test is basically like it's all these women being like, no, oh my god, we're such good friends. Like he would never want to ruin the friendship. And I'm like, men no. think with their dicks. And friendship doesn't matter. They'll throw it out the door so fast. Right. Or to them, it wouldn't be ruining the friendship. Right. They'd be like, whatever, we hooked up and we can still hang. She's still cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cool. (laughs) I'm cool. Are you cool? (laughs) So the second part of this, learn to lie. Lie stands for leverage interesting experiences. When you leverage interesting experiences, you first decide which of your experiences are actually interesting. All right, so we covered that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what you were saying of, like, figure out, like, the weekend question, just what was the most important thing. You don't have to start at, like, Friday afternoon when I finish work all the way to, like, Sunday morning, what you did. Hit the highlights. Exactly. That's how you be a human being and have a conversation. That's why with, like, um, when people give, like, speeches, Mm -hmm. especially, like, wedding speeches, the good advice is tell a story you have told a hundred times. Like, cause you'll have the points down, you'll know what's funny, you'll get to the point, like you probably yeah. won't get too emotional to like continue the speech, yeah. like, or even just practicing it. Right. Makes you realize like, oh, that's really long. Oh, right. that took me a long time to get to this part. Right. And I think, I think anyone can benefit from that little piece of experience. Of right. Like, tighten up your stories, get to the gist of it. Right. You know? Um, the second part here, it says... BDSM is about being confident enough in who you really are to sit back, relax, and make the other person show you who they really are. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. 
I half agree with this. Yeah, I mean, I agree that you don't need to prove yourself to yeah, anyone. Like, be yourself. Yeah, but I do think if you're meeting with someone, both parties need to be doing a little bit of work. Yeah, this is, like, relying heavily on, like, male-female relationships specifically of the, like, men like the chase. Yeah. Which they do. But yeah, it's something that's, like, I understand the... Yeah, relaxing and not talking as much as typically being comfortable. It's like with good friends, you could sit there not talking and it doesn't feel awkward. Same yeah. with like relationships when you're like, oh, we're at that point now that we both can be in, in the room, like yeah, not talking and, and you're not in your head of like, oh God, oh, this date's going bad Yeah, kind of thing. But I don't know. What about, I just feel like a good date is one where it's just an effortless conversation. Yes. You know, Same. like the one where I don't even remember what we talked about. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I don't know. We just get bouncing around topics. Exactly. <laughs> and it just, it flows. Like, uh, did you feel this way on your recent date you had? Yeah. Oh my God. It was so good. Like and if I had to ask, if I could ask you like, what were a couple highlights from the conversation? Um, so he really liked the last dance documentary. <laughs> You're like, we talked about the Jordan dog. (laughs) Of course. That was my favorite part. (laughs) He also really likes the movie Love and Basketball. Oh, shit. Okay. So I can see how the, I can see how the convo's flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you make points about her giving up her career to go back to the man now? No, we were talking about like how it was weird when he like tore his ACL. Uh, Yeah. So basically that, but like, then like the other woman was there and like the double or nothing line and actually really cute. He uh, the next day, like, texted me the scene from that that scene from the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. He remembered right. too. But he's I, he's a down ass bitch. He's like, yeah. Why would she run across the country for a torn ACL? Yeah. She's got more important things to do. And you're like, good. Yeah. I like your attitude. <laughs> so that's how this relationship is gonna be. <laughs> but also, the thing that was interesting about this guy is that afterwards he was like, I really thought that like you were cute from your pictures and like you were even like prettier when you showed up. Boom. But Great he was like, but the first thing that like popped in my head was like, all right, we'll see what happens when she tries to talk. And Oh shit. Okay. He was like, so he was when like, she tries to talk. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think men go on dates with bimbos are like women just kind of put themselves out there as like, Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. Mm. And just kind of like act on him. And he's like, you, to have things to say <laughs> he's like you have a lot to say and he's like i like that that's good yeah it's easier to find someone that's like oh like she's cute i'd yeah. up with her but like who do i really want to sit and talk to right your Good girl you your killed girl. it your girl killed it <laughs> all right last last little tip from this section of the uh truth first lying uh when talking to someone you find attractive you must reveal only the most important and inspiring parts of your personal story and let the other person fill in the blanks with their imagination. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they really fill in the parts with their imagination. I think you're just telling a better story. Yeah, I think so. She's saying that, like, basically they'll kind of, like, create this backstory in their head about you and, like, kind of fill in the blanks. I'm like, I don't think men are that deep. Like, I think they're, they're just going to be like, oh, you know, she said she got drinks with her girlfriends on Thursday. <laughs> and she had fun. Like... He's not going to fill in some crazy backstory that you, like, had a threesome afterwards. Like, th- I, that's, like, what she's implying is that they're going to, like, do something, like, crazy in their head of the story. It's like, yeah. no. I was, like, or it's almost like when a guy listens to a story like that, he's almost like, I don't have to do anything, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that story ended. There's nothing I have to do. Yeah, you didn't ask me a question. Right? No. Okay. No? Just yeah. not? <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know if you're a big Seinfeld fan. Yeah. But that literal line reminded me of the Yada Yada episode. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so if you don't watch Seinfeld, there's this episode where they catch on this trend of, oh, instead of having to fill everybody in a lot, they we, they just say, yada, 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 and then the next part. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the men love it. At first, they love it. They're yeah. like, this is great. My girlfriend does the yada, yada, yada. But then the girls will start doing stuff that I think the one was like, oh, you know, I, I ran into my ex last night, yada, yada, yada. I'm really tired this morning. <laughs> and George freaks out. And he's like, what does that mean? What does that yada yada mean? And they're like having a panic attack. So it's almost like, yeah, too much of a blank can make you look really bad. Right. But it's funny that in the relationship, he finally caved and was like, what was the yada yada with the ex-boyfriend? And then he was like, well, and then she's like, well, what was the yada yada with that? And it's like, <laughs> all right, sometimes it's, it doesn't work too much. But yeah. That, that basically just filled my mind of like, imagine doing that on a date where you're like, oh, you're like, why did your ex break up? You're like, oh, this, that, yada, 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 burned his house down. Yeah. <laughs> You know how it goes. Yeah. yeah you, know. you know. You know, I don't want to bore you with the details. You can just use your imagination. This Pinot is great, by the way. Yeah. Okay, so this continues the part here about the imagination. It says, a person will always be more turned on by the things they imagine about you than by the things you tell them about yourself. I just don't think so, because I don't think they're telling these stories to themselves. Here's the thing. Okay, I read that. Here's the part I think this might work. Okay. Uh, in terms of like not talking about sex, like innuendos. Uh, no, more of like. I think early into it's the same with like early into meeting someone how you don't just want to like talk too much and be like I am Molly. Yeah. Uh, I think it's this is kind of something like with. Have you ever been on a date or or through the apps because now you're on Hinge? Uh, mm-hmm. Do you almost feel like sometimes? people will want to make the conversation too quickly into like sexual. And then it's like the mystery of that is kind of gone. Yeah. Like it's more exciting to like kind of wonder what they would be like, or like explore that when you actually finally get a little physical, like make out or something. Yeah. But I also feel like it's like, I don't like when someone gets there too quickly because I'm like, oh, this is all that you want, and that's just rude. Right, You know, Like, I don't think it's, like, a turn-on necessarily that they wait. I think it's just a turn-off. I'm like, oh, you're just kind of a gross, crass person. Like, I don't want this. So... But I'm saying, like, for you, on the other end, if a guy doesn't really talk about any sexual stuff at all, you essentially are kind of imagining it in your mind, maybe. Maybe. Like, it's leaving more to your imagination of what they would be like in that way maybe but i guess i more of just think like like i guess i don't really go into like imagining it too much because i'm like oh this is just kind of like more of a respectful person like i i'm like okay he he doesn't just want to hook up right there's that part yeah I don't, i'm just saying when i read that that was the only area that i kind of felt like okay i could see how that works yeah of like I get what you're saying. Like, I don't need to make sexual comments around a guy. It might be better that they just, like, imagine what maybe that would be like when, if if and when we get there. Maybe. I mean, if you can, like, kind of feel the sexual tension. Because sometimes you're like, oh, there's definitely, like, you can just tell, like, the way, like, someone looks at you sometimes. Or, like, the there's, like, physical cues. And it, sometimes it might be good to not say something and kind of just wait almost play the game of like who's gonna break the ice first on it does that make sense yeah maybe or i'm like maybe this example almost means like instead of telling someone like i'd be a great mom 
it's like them just being around you and maybe catching little things you do make them imagine you as a good mom yeah that maybe makes more sense yeah it's almost like a show don't tell kind of thing yeah Which exactly I, th- I think that's a really good example too more than like sexual stuff is just anyone who says like hey i'm great at this like you're probably not yeah you know like how many people <laughs> that you genuinely think are smart people have you ever heard say i'm really smart yeah like none none yeah like those are people you're like mm, what are you trying to prove yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> calm down yeah uh okay this part right here says curiosity and desire bdsm is not about denying who you really are bdsm is not about intentionally deceiving others bdsm is about being a giver and bdsm is about being a receiver it's about everything yeah i was like (laughs) don't deny you are don't intentionally deceive give but also receive (laughs) it's it's like a weird nursery rhyme (laughs) uh you are giving the person you are talking to the gifts of mystery excitement and potential in return you are receiving the gifts of confidence power and peace I mean i think it's kind of bullshit to label those as gifts but yeah i'm like this is this is a little bit of an extent yeah i i would agree maybe you come off as confident when you don't feel the need to like have it's not even having the need it's just you come off confident because you're not having nervous energy i feel like this whole chapter is about like hey yeah be chill yeah you don't have to talk that much you can have pauses in conversation where no one's talking you're not bombing the date right i kind of think about I had like a a journalism background and we were always told as reporters, it's really good actually to have kind of like a beat and not to think of silences as awkward silence because that's usually when someone will fill space and that's, it works in conversation too. But in interview, it's great because it's like, obviously they talk more and a date is similar, but I actually, in my last job, I kind of like got in trouble uh, and like uh before i like quit but there was like yeah i was like i don't really fucking care before but, I left. yeah uh there was just a, like a pause when a client asked a question at the top of a call and i was like waiting a second because i like i didn't feel uncomfortable yeah and i didn't i knew, knew that they were like gonna fill in the answer but like my boss just like felt really frazzled by the question i was like but it like got solved in 20 seconds yeah like, I, think we're fine right or it's almost like it's better to answer correctly than immediately yeah exactly if you need one second to be like yep yeah, let me pull that up right like yeah and it's it always the when you're in the hot seat you the time feels like a turn eternity yeah but to the other people it, it doesn't exactly um all right so as a section about potential energy versus released energy <laughs> Which is just like a poor riff on physics. Which, uh, like yeah, potential I'm like, versus kinetic energy. I know. It's like trying. And yeah. It's just like stored versus release yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, all right. It says, when you have just done something or are thinking about doing something, you have potential energy inside you. The more you do. Meaning you're at rest. Yeah. You are an object at rest. Damn, I didn't know you were good at physics. Yo, I got a hundred in physics in college. I don't know, dude. I didn't know you took it in college. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I wasn't going to throw physics at you. I'm like, yeah. But, I know uh, science. I just don't like it. <laughs> there's like three people relating right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them. Tell yeah. Newton. Call him. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, you, all right. When you're thinking about doing something, you have potential energy inside you. The more you do and think about doing, the more potential energy builds up inside you, giving you the aura of experience. <laughs> That powerful and peaceful external glow we talked about when we discussed principle one, which is very intriguing and attractive. The more you do and think about doing, the more potential energy you create. But 
the moment you start telling someone about all the things you have done or are thinking of doing, you start releasing that energy. The more you talk and talk and talk, the more energy you release. <laughs> okay. Uh, and once all the energy is released, it's gone forever. Everything you do creates energy. Every word you say destroys it. <laughs> Which is actually not true by the laws of physics because energy can never be destroyed. Yeah, it can never be destroyed. <laughs> so It's constantly in motion and transferred. <laughs> As so. a doctor, I feel like you should have taken science Yeah, classes. so any <laughs> physics, physics, whatever. Physicists. Yeah, those people. <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> any of you listening. <laughs> yeah. We know that the physics is not yeah. correct. We know it's not a real doctor and the physics is bad. Yeah, we know, it's just not science. We know the movie Armageddon is bad physics and we know that Apollo 13 is accurate physics for anybody <laughs> really wanting to look into this. <laughs> All right. I had every physics teacher I say be like, if you bring up Armageddon to my face, I will give you a failing grade. <laughs> anyway, it's very basic laws that that movie fucks up. All right. So back to this energy. I mean, what uh, do you think about... All right. It's basically... Hold on. I'll, I'll let you answer. Here's an example I thought of. You're yeah. on a date. Someone brings up they like to travel. Where are places you want to go? Yeah. Am I supposed to not tell them because I'm ruining my stored yeah, energy? exactly. That <laughs> like, makes no sense. Yeah. Or potential energy. Whatever the fuck yeah. this book says. Like, uh, it doesn't make sense to me if, if someone asks you a question about something, especially yeah. the, the I want to do category, or, or you have done. Right. But especially the I want to do. That's... That's an interesting thing to explore with someone. Right. Who also has the same interests. Right. So I don't fully agree with like, don't. I think in terms of if no one's asking, no one fucking cares. Yeah. And well, I think this too is where it gets into the like knowing the high points of the story. Right. Because like talking about travel specifically, this came up on my recent date. The guy was talking about um, traveling and having like been in Paris and that's something that I can relate on. And I've been to Paris. I have a lot of crazy stories about Paris. So I was like, I'm not going to like stampede on what he's saying and like say everything I have to say about Paris, but just, you know, a couple of things, you know, like the high point and then let him get back to what he was saying. But it's showing that you can relate to somebody. Yeah. Cause if I just sit there and then, you know, 20 minutes later or say we go on more dates, it's like, Oh, you've been to Paris. Why didn't you say something? <laughs> we were talking also about true. it also you true. know like that's weird that. <laughs> yeah 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 it's like let people finish their story right but if anything like uh i feel like it's with any topic if you know something about it right like he's like oh I, you know i've been to paris to tell some story and you could easily be like oh did you also go see da 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 right like did you see the palace of versailles did right. you I, did, I don't know that much about paris so yeah. that's <laughs> the tower. louvre is yeah. that it the yeah. louvre uh, the tower yeah. and bread Lots of good cheese. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Those are my contributions. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> did you speak French while you were there? Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm like, you know, if you just, all you got to do is just be like, oh, I've been. When did you visit? Like you could keep yeah. throwing it back to them right. while giving your pieces of fucking energy or whatever this bitch says. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like, okay, well, what about, what if, what happens, Doc, if both people are releasing their potential energy at the same time? Mm. then what good question good then question what? yeah what if you're on a date with someone who who's also read this book <laughs> <laughs> this will never work can you imagine a dude on a date being like uh you're releasing too much energy right now i need you to tone it down yeah. you have too much information about paris and it's very intimidating <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining my imagination of us in paris together and me showing you all the things i learned even though you already went there and know those things <laughs> 
such a man thing to it say. It is a man thing. Yeah. It's like, I want to be the man that explains everything. Yeah. I'm going to be your tour guide. I don't care if you went there before. We're going to do the tour. I know. <laughs> that I read because it's the first time I've ever been Basically. there. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't agree with like every word you say destroys it. I think it's just, you know how some people just, it's just that talking about yourself thing or like, yeah. it, or almost like bragging and you're like, yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, you know, I went to the Adirondacks this weekend. Okay. And here's the thing. I'm not a huge outdoors person. Mm-hmm. Right. But like, so if I was just anywhere with anybody and they were like, and I was like, oh, I went to the Adirondacks and then they just kept throwing information at me. <laughs> I would just eventually be like, I really don't know that much. Yeah. I also don't really care. Right. Yes, it's beautiful. Yes, I had a great time. I don't know what mountain I climbed. Okay? <laughs> I didn't write it down. I just followed my friend up the hill. Yeah, I was just walking. That's all yeah. I did. I walked up the hill, had a nice view, took a break, walked down the hill. <laughs> That's hiking. I don't know. I don't understand what all these details are. So, like, if I'm not asking you 100 questions, or if you're not reading my vibe of, like, I don't got answers for you. Right. I'm like, oh, there were two lakes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Both blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's just a conversation. And I think some people are just poor conversationalists. And it just, those people are awful to talk to in life, much less be on a date with, you know? Exactly. I feel like when you have a matching energy on something, release the energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the whole date or dating in general is you're just trying to find someone you vibe with. Exactly. So maybe it is someone that also likes to travel or, you know, whatever. I mean, that's why I say no to people with a lot of hiking photos. Yeah. It's not my thing. Well, yeah, especially if it, usually people are putting stuff up that's, like, important interest. to them or, like, yeah, interest to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a caveat to this, though, is, like, we're reading this as dating, and she's very much writing it of, like, to sleep with somebody. And it's, like, But even yeah. that is, like, if you want to, if you meet someone in a bar, wherever you meet them, and you want to keep the conversation going, why wouldn't you release some of this energy right. when you find a common ground? Yeah. You get what I mean? Like, yeah, like hold them back. Like I get the joy of like being mysterious, but it's like, yeah, so just, yeah, you just got to say a couple things like you said. You're like, oh, I have so many stories about Paris, right? Right. But did you tell this man all the stories on this date? No. No. Because you don't have to. to my grave. <laughs> no, but just I'm just kidding. saying like, you know, in that moment you're kind of like, okay, there's your thing about Paris. I have some questions. Oh, here's one thing about my Paris experience. Right. And like, it's a wrap. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. And I think so important to this to of like not talking too much about yourself is yes. just make sure that you always follow up with a question. If you feel, especially like in the point of the conversation, like they kind of stop because like some people almost like won't really know how to react to what you said if you don't ask a direct question. So it's yes. like, especially if it's early on, because I could have just been like, oh, I've been to Paris too. And, you know, saw the tower and he could have <laughs> been like, oh, you know, instead of being like, where else have you been in Europe? You know, that type of thing. Like, just I feel like yes. these are really basic conversation tips now. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. But it's something of we're all nervous in yeah. these scenarios, whether it's a date, whether you're just like this guy's hot and I want to smash at this bar. Yeah. Or but you still like got to get through this yeah. part of it. Like, it's something yeah. that I think all you have to do is just kind of consciously make a little bit of an effort yeah. in the conversation department of throwing things back yeah because often i think when someone asks you a question you're almost nervous of like did i answer that correctly like yeah did i or especially like maybe you did talk for a bit and you're like oh my god that was too much like shut up shut up shut up right you're just trying to make a rap like we all get in our heads oh yeah when you're in a date scenario or just a new person yeah so i think the biggest thing too when like trying to connect with someone on points is to not ask yes or no questions 
Yeah, that too. You know, because yeah. it, it, like those are just conversation killers where they're like, where do I take this now? You know? Well, that's like, why certain questions are so boring. Yeah. That's why doing the like, oh, where are you from? I'm from here. Where are mm-hmm. you from? I'm from here. Oh, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have a brother and sister. What about you? Oh, I have this. Yeah. Like, oh, are you guys close? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, you, you know, it's just like, oh, I feel like I'm doing this dance with everybody. Right. Which is why it's like, if you find a topic, I'm like, release the energy. What are, what are we holding energy in for? And that's also stuff that like, yeah, it is important to a person and like how they are, like where they came from, who they grew up with, that type of stuff. But it's like, if you're going on a lot of dates or trying to meet a lot of people, I don't gonna rem- I'm not gonna remember you know who's from DC who has three siblings I don't that stuff really is gonna hit later <laughs> <laughs> you know? let's talk about that yeah, down the line like, we can get to that later. I don't care um all right so let's see there's a couple more points to this chapter uh the next one we're gonna talk about is a good point on the conversation thing we just said um mm-hmm. so the first is want nothing from no one and everyone will want to give you everything I mean I think this is just the needy game yeah like and I think it does give a little bit more of that confidence thing that you were talking about of like just being able to like take those silent pauses and like not needing to just like throw a bunch out there. It's like if someone sees that you just come across as like very confident and independent, they're going to want to be around that. And like, it's an, it's an energy that they're going to want to be around. Yeah. I mean, especially the being quiet thing, um, kind of makes people sweat. Yeah. And it does kind of put them on the spot. And that's this yeah. whole like power thing of this book. Yeah. Because it, it, I've, look, I, when I first read this book, I was on that trip uh, with my good friend Iris and we all went and did these tactics and it works. <laughs> I hate to say that it works, but it does. That it Jesus. truly was like, keep eye contact, just smile. Don't really have to say that much. Just keep asking little questions mm-hmm. and people just talk. Yeah. And the dudes don't even realize that they have not, like, relayed it back to you. Most of them, anyway. Okay. And they leave being like, oh, my God, like, oh, my God, we hit it off. Like, oh, my God, I really like this girl. And you're Jesus. like, God, that was the worst conversation of my life. But it works. It works if you're trying to just get someone okay. to kind of like you. I will say. So, question then. Leaving any of those conversations, were you, like, feeling interested or even just wanting to hook up? Um, I wasn't. Yeah. Other people did. Interesting. Okay. But it was kind of this, I think it's like they pulled this move when it was like, oh, this guy's hot. Like, I'm interested. Okay. They just for sure took this back seat in the conversation and getting the other person to talk more. Okay. Because, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I'm at the point where like I've had like that just you know, basically like sex with strangers, like one night stand stuff. I'm like, yeah, I didn't really talk or like, I don't remember what we talked about at all kind of thing. I'm like, now I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm too old for this. I want to like, even if I don't see them and I'm like, I want to have some sort of a conversation, like some sort of like mental stimulation well, or like yeah. and to feel interested in this. Like, yeah, I fucked hot guys. That's <laughs> usually not that great when, especially when they know they're hot. It's, it's like, yeah, you're not, gonna be great well i'm just saying uh, i mean it does work or it's just you indirectly make yourself talk less if you keep asking them questions well yeah because the next two rules kind of are about that so because the last rule of this rule number six is uh stfu which stands for shut the fuck up (laughs) uh and so it basically says has two more acronyms so sorry for all the acronyms adt which is ask don't tell and this little quip says, whenever you have the urge to tell someone something about yourself, ask them something about themselves instead. 
Hmm. Which feels like a weird trick thing or like, okay, always like, I don't yeah. Really know. I wonder if it's more of like when you're wanting to like use a filler, to, like when you yes. feel like you're trying to like fill space, ask a question instead of just be like, oh, like me, like put something out about you. Okay. That that's I how I would do it. Then. Yeah. That, that's, that's why it's like, you got to come prepared with some questions. Yeah. Even if it completely changes topic, who cares? Right. But it kind of shows, I think that shows that you're interesting. Yeah. You're like, like, especially if they're just not those questions that everybody asks. Yeah. Um, okay. So then in conversation, it has the less than three rule. So it says, whenever someone asks you something about yourself, limit your response to less than three sentences. The second part says, end every response by asking the other person another question about themselves. Easy. Mm-hmm. So that's really the ultimate trick is when someone asks you something, almost like making a conscious effort of like, whatever your response is, like three sentences max. If anything, two yeah. sentences is even better. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I do think that's good because it's also like, especially when you're just like getting to know someone that's how you're going to almost create banter too like that's the quick back and forth and i'm someone who i i'm really interested in someone who i can just like i can have that quick yeah with oh for sure i mean even like when you just hook up with somebody it's so awkward if you don't feel like there's this easy flow yeah because i feel like if we can't have like even just like a little bit of that easy flow back and forth then physically it's really uncomfortable like it's hard to get that physical chemistry yeah it takes longer it to does like relax yeah everywhere else yeah when you're like oh, oh, oh. Like, yeah how are how's your week yeah <laughs> you want it to be like just the whole thing just very smooth right um okay so in the last last tip here is ssl which is stop saying like i think this is great this is really good advice and this is a habit that we all have and maybe your yeah. word isn't like but you have a word everyone has a filler word you have a word mm-hmm. that you say you either um a lot or i don't, I don't know or mm-hmm. some people they laugh a lot i used to do that a lot more that i was would, like, like giggle when i was uncomfortable that was in that hussy show mm-hmm. uh, i watched there was a big point one girl he said you talk a lot in the pauses you don't let a pause happen so you just keep talking and the guy doesn't get a word in <laughs> and then there was this other girl that he was like well, you, you rewatch these dates and you cringe and she would laugh. And he like, I remember she he played one of her laughs and he paused it. She just goes, now what he said, was it really that funny? <laughs> and she's like, no. He goes, you're laughing like this is a comedian on stage. <laughs> and he's not. Like, he almost was like, let the guy not be funny. Yeah. Like, he was like, you're egging this on. You're like forcing it to work. Like, because yeah. you think if you laugh at this person, they're going to like you. Yeah. It has to be well-timed, though, because they know when it's fake. You would think, but like you know, because I'm someone who I laugh probably like more than I should, especially yeah. on a date. So what I've also started doing because I, I realize is like sometimes I feel like I'm almost looking at them like it's a Zoom screen n- now, or like because you're just like not used to having like face to face interactions. <clears throat> so even just like reacting physically a little bit, but I don't have to like make a sound that's going to interrupt what they're doing, but like have more of like more of like a smile or like react a little bit with my eyebrows or something like just show facial expressions that then they can keep going but like you're still giving a little bit yeah i mean it's a nervous tick yeah and often isn't there i've been yeah. there where you're like oh, this is uncomfortable yeah <laughs> and you're like I-, I-, I don't know how to get out of this right um yeah that's actually literally the next point in this book is to smile huh which is i mean it's the one thing that so many women are like don't tell me to smile but, but- honestly from reading this book I've done that more since this book. Okay. I know you don't like this book, but I do feel like this is a good tip, but it's the same thing of for those pauses, 
I'm like, if you just smile and like keep eye contact, they kind of just keep going or they'll like ask you something. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's a sign that something's going well. Right. You it's know? encouraging. It's a much more friendly face. Yeah. I just naturally, I smile a lot anyways. Like even if I'm like not even in a great mood, like it just <laughs> happens. I don't, it, it always has. You're just one of those smiley people. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great tip because people always think I'm in a great mood. I'm like, well, this is actually working a lot better. Than <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. Uh, yeah. It's, that's something I think a lot of people don't want to admit, the smile thing. But it is true. Especially yeah. in conversation. That's, that is what me and all those girls did. We would talk to these guys. We would just smile, nod, like, just ask little questions, keep them going. But it was like one of those that was like, they truly did not realize that we barely spoke. Yeah. But most people, yeah, you are more attractive when you smile. Yeah. Especially if you have nice teeth. Right. Show me your teeth. <laughs> Show me the teeth. I think you just seem a lot more approachable, too. Because, like, someone who looks just pissed off, like, just no one's really going to want to talk to you. But if, especially if we're talking about, like, approaching, if you're, like, you and I go somewhere and we're, like, laughing and joking or... If, like someone's gonna come up but if we're yeah. in a very serious conversation someone's gonna be like something's going down let it be oh yeah the biggest thing across the room is to get someone to talk to you is to catch eyes with someone and smile mm-hmm. is what a lot of men say they're like yeah hey, we just need like the confidence that you're not gonna reject us immediately yeah but then it's the same thing in a one-on-one conversation of it's just like <laughs> it's the easiest way to be like yeah i'd like this to continue yeah you know what i'm so bad about that you mentioned phones on dates i realized is uh i sat down the other night at this date and my phone was face up <gasps> and I was, uh, his was face down and it like clicked when we were like a few minutes in because i just kind of like oh because it was they have the qr codes now where you scan the qr yeah. code mm-hmm. so at first my phone was in my purse because i was like oh it's a date right. like i'm yeah, have it out my purse, yeah. but then since you have to have it now in new york city tables for like the contactless menus you scan the qr code and it comes up on your phone and so I'd had it out, check, you know, looking at what I was going to get. And then once I ordered, I just set it down because we were talking. And then I was like, thank God, nothing like lit up. And so and I tried to like subtly like flip it over. But I was like, oh, I could have looked like kind of like a dick for a second. Like, especially if something had come up. But th- that's something that I need to like get better at just because like I'm not thinking about it. But it's like it, so, someone's looking at me, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, I, it's something of a, I think on our episode with Francis, I mentioned this. He's a friend of mine I can think of that I know hate like cannot stand like wouldn't go on a second date with the girl if she he like if she kept checking her phone. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I think we really nailed this chapter. Be direct, seem mysterious. I mean, I feel more qualified to be a doctor now. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I this chapter from this book I did think was the most helpful of the whole okay. book of being like, "Hey, a lot of times we get nervous." I think is essentially what it's saying. We get nervous that when you answer questions, Try to wrap it up as quick as you can, get to the point, mm-hmm. and relay something back to them. Yeah. Something back to them. Yeah. It's almost like a little game of volleyball or something. Yeah. You know? And you only get the three hits, <laughs> and then you got to send it back over. <laughs> right? It's so funny that I think, like, older people might be like, yeah, this is literally having a conversation. I don't yeah. know why this was included in the book. <laughs> and it's like, listen, there are a lot of us get chatty when we're nervous or are naturally more chatty Cathy's. Right. Which it's like, look, yeah, for those people, they tend to end up with people that don't fucking talk. Yeah. So if you're like us, where you're like, look, I'm outgoing, I'll talk, but I want someone to give a little back to me. Yeah. I think it's just good advice to get the other person to maybe open up more. Yeah. 
Type yeah, of I agree with that. I, I weirdly remind myself of that before I go on a date. To, to take... just consciously relay something back. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and think of a couple questions ahead of time for when there's dead air. Right. And especially because a lot of times when there's dead air, you're trying to think of something related to what you were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's okay to just kind of be like, all right, pin in that conversation. That topic's over. Yes. New topic. Yes. No, it is so important to like have a couple of those questions in the bucket, but also just things that you've been doing, like watching on Netflix, like things that should be so easy in conversation, but we're all honestly having fewer social like face-to-face conversations yeah that it is surprisingly really hard to do right now and to like think about the things that should be so natural like oh yeah just watch selling sunset or like those things you're not having those conversations right so to really just like think it out and like have a few top line things that you can you can talk about yeah and in addition to that i would be like also try to stay on the positive side i feel like that goes without saying but like especially right now i think a date question i don't know if your guy asked but, but kind of just be like how was your quarantine how mm-hmm. have you been handling this whole pandemic and yeah. it's like yeah look we all have had bad days <laughs> like, yeah and you know and down days or feeling down here and there whatever but it's like even with quarantines kind of like all right everyone's talking about quarantine like just pick one thing pick one yeah. or two things well i mean like we said we're gonna get like more into this on the patreon but like on this date we definitely broke a lot of rules but one of them being uh don't talk about politics and don't like talk about heavy issues and just like the black lives matter movement is a huge issue in new york city and like most cities around the world right now but specifically in new york like we were talking about the protests that were they were up and down the avenue that we were having uh dinner on like they that's where they used to be happening and so he lived in that area and talking about what that was like at the time and kind of like now having like both live through this from like very different perspectives and like kind of where we saw things now. So those topics are kind of unavoidable right now, especially if you do live in a major city where these things are happening. Yeah. So also just to kind of wrap your head around kind of where you, what you saw, where you stand on it, those kinds of things I think is also smart. Cause you don't want to be like, yeah, it was scary. You know, like you want to have something yeah. to say about it because it's a huge cultural moment. I mean, yeah. Or especially because that is what's going on in yeah, the world. Exactly. And your personal life is really more on hold. Yeah. That, yeah. If you want to check out this book, it's called Never Sleep Alone by Dr. Alex Schiller. We got the link in the comments. And uh, follow us on Instagram. I'm at Sperka with two A's. And I'm at the guacamole, uh, the guaca underscore Molly. And Shooters Gotta Shoot Pod, also on Instagram. And as always, email us questions, suggestions, shooters gotta shoot pod at gmail.com. And Patreon, extra episodes, support the pod, patreon.com slash shooters gotta shoot. Do one of those. Do one of those things. Help your girls out. <laughs> all right. We love you all, and we will see you next week. Bye.